Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Healing Your Codependency. I'm Marshall Berkshire, and I'm your guide into the world of, of not fixing yourself, actually loving yourself, while creating a life you enjoy. That's how we break free of codependency. So today we're going to be talking about, well, today's a blunt cake episode to me, blunt. And when it comes to blunt cake episodes, there's always a check-in you need to do before you listen to these because they're very direct, they're very to the point. And so you need to check with your capacity. Am I willing to listen to some confronting information that I might need to look at within myself? Do I have capacity for it? Am I willing to deal with some discomfort that might come with hearing things very directly about a particular aspect that might be at play in my life? That kind of thing. You need to check in with yourself to see what your emotional availability is and whether or not you're open to this right now. Okay? That allows you to practice emotional responsibility for yourself and to direct what you bring into your life when it's most appropriate for you. Today's Blunt Cake episode is focused on the reality of what people-pleasing is and isn't and how it actually sabotages connection, relationships, and being yourself. So before I jump into that, I'm going to get this shared out to the community on Facebook real quick. So if you're looking for, you've been seeking a community where you can find more tools, more guidance, more support in your healing work, in your codependency, come join us in the Heal Your Codependency community. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, front page at freetheself.com if you're listening via podcast. And if you're watching via YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that that like button and hit the bell so you can get more of what I teach if this resonates with you. All right, <clears throat> let's get this shared out here to the group. Yay. Okay, so again, blunt cake episodes. <laughs> Check in with yourself. Make sure you have the capacity and the interest and the openness to hear what's about to come. So in codependency, uh, People-pleasing is one of the six core habits we use to try to get a sense of connection, a sense of value, and a sense of belonging. It's how we try to get people to like ourselves, to like us, to want us, to choose us. That's blunt. So in a lot of ways, codependent or uh, people-pleasing is, is the uh, I'm conforming or I'm changing myself or I am shape-shifting in some way that I think will get someone else to like me. And when we do that, we are communicating a false aspect of ourselves. We aren't being ourselves. We are being what we think they want us to be, so they'll choose us. And that gives them information that's not reliable for them to make an effective decision about how we fit in their world. Like I said, this is blunt. So check in with yourself, see how you're feeling, see what's coming up for you. And if there's shame, if there's guilt, if there's fear, Allow that in, just like, hey, okay, that's my relationship with this clarity right now is ow, or ooh, or that's 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 hitting a spot. I bring care into it. It's like, yeah, I feel this because I think I'm supposed to feel shameful for this. What else is possible there? What else am I aware of? Because people-pleasing is a really, in my view, kind of a brilliant strategy because if people don't like me as I am, then I'm going to try to figure out how they want, what they like, and try to become that in order to have some sense of connection, some sense of belonging. It's a survival approach. It's not a an approach of manipulation. It's like, I don't have any other options, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to try it this way. 
I'm going to see if I can be loved by being someone someone else wants me to be or what I think they want me to be. The problem here is, is it compounds the experience of being othered, of being rejected, of not fitting in. Because when we try to change our shape to conform to their box, we lose ourselves. And then it's a real struggle to know who we are. It's a real struggle to trust who we are. It's a real struggle to be seen, to be heard, to be valued as ourselves. So we internalize shame against ourselves. We're not enough. We're too much. We, we don't fit in. We don't make sense to people. People don't make sense to us. We start to experience a profound sense of isolation and, and outsiderness because we're not where we fit. We're shaping ourselves in places where we don't. So it defeats our ability to build connection, to build belonging, and to experience really being seen and valued for who we are. So in working with the people-pleasing component in codependency, one of our biggest challenges is to admit that we don't fit in where we want to belong. And that's hard. But it's an honest, sober approach to going, okay, I want to belong here, but I don't fit there. Now we can inquire about why. What, what does belonging in this particular area of my life, what is it going to bring me? Or what do I think it's going to bring me? Approaching it this way allows us to tap into the underlying need and any kind of entanglements we might have with that thing. A lot of times, I'm a, I'm a people pleaser. This is something that I work with a lot within myself. What I have found is my sense of value is tangled up in being part of that, that group or being involved with that person, that place, or that thing, or having a particular outcome. And when we liberate our value from that person, place, or thing, we gain the ability to say no. We gain the ability to direct ourselves towards places that organically fit with us, where we actually start to experience the warmth of belonging, the joy of being seen and valued and cared about, rather than the euphoria of trying to get some person, place, or thing to like us or to work for us. Because that's the other thing here with people-pleasing. We're chasing a fantasy that we can make another person, place, or thing change by being different for them. Then they will like us and they will love us or they'll accept us. Initially, they might. But down the road, you're going to burn out because you're not being aligned with yourself. You're having to, to maintain this persona that isn't you. And so you end up doing things you don't want to do, not doing things that you really want to do, not being able to express yourself in a way that is authentic to you. Instead, I've got to be this certain way or I'm going to be rejected. And that's true because you're not in a space where you're seen and valued for who you are, you're in a space where you're valued and seen for what you've communicated you are. It's blunt. It's sober. And it can be liberating. But I want you to make it just to check in with yourself, like, ooh, what's coming up for me in this? And we can apply some care to it, some kindness to it. Because this isn't a shameful thing. This is a survival thing. People-pleasing isn't the, a natural outgrowth of a human being that's grown in a, a family where you were lovingly received, warm, uh, warmly cared for. We're able to generate safe and secure bonds 
with your family and then build them with peers. Now, generally, these things are not very functioning very well, if at all. And so we're like, I've got to survive. I need connection. I need safety. I need a sense of value and identity. People-pleasing. Boom. So there's no shame in it from my view. What there is is brilliance. There's care for the underlying need of wanting to belong. And now it's about that self-accountability, which is like, oh, my work now is to become more of myself and connect with people that resonate with that and build community there. That's our care. That's how we move out of people-pleasing into connection that actually does what we're seeking. Now, there's one thing I've learned repeatedly in this is that that does not feel the way we think it will. When we're truly received, we're truly seen, we're going we're gonna to have the work of adapting to it, which means we're going to have to shed our defensives. We're going to have to like lower the shields a bit and let people in so they can see the parts of ourselves that we have hidden for so long from ourselves and from others, which means there is a work of unshaming these things, to take a term from one of my friends, David, unshaming these aspects of ourselves, liberating them from the judgment we've imposed upon them about their goodness or badness, and allowing them to shine in their own uniqueness, their own, own inherent worth. It's about maintaining and keeping access to our own sovereign worthiness, our own sovereign value, our innate value, or indomitable worth. And then showing up with courage in being ourselves. So we say yes to things that resonate with us and things, and we say no to things that don't. We share our thoughts and feelings in ways that are aligned with our principles and values and who we want to be. We allow people to reject us. We allow people to accept us. We get out of the way and let them do their thing so they can show us where that where we belong in their world and where they belong in ours. We move from the chasing element of people-pleasing to the receiving and contributing element of being anchored in ourselves. This is where we can start to experience real, warm, lasting connection, community, belonging. The things we're fundamentally seeking through our codependent habits. The beauty of this is when we come from being ourselves, from a loving relationship with being ourselves, being who we are, in warmth and love towards ourselves, then the relationships and friendships we build in this become sustainable. They grow and evolve in organic ways that expand and express themselves in fulfilling ways for us. Rejection becomes the filter we need so we know where people fit in our world. We become the chooser of who comes into our world rather than the chaser and the pleader. I'm pleading for you to like me. Rather than, oh, well, how do we align? What's going on here for us? The deep work behind that kind of result really is about building safety back into our world, building sanity back into our life, being anchored in our power, trusting ourselves and our innate value, knowing ourselves, being ourselves, knowing our worth and anchoring to it, and then being able to, to detect safe people in our world. That's what I'm going to be teaching in the Essential Codependency Healing Trainings that start here in about 10 days. 
Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and on my front page, freetheself.com. Come join us for those if you want that foundation for breaking free of codependency from people pleasing and then creating more of what you deserve in your world. So come join us for that. We start March 12th to 12 p.m. Uh, comes with lifetime access, unlimited access to live training, to the live classes and to the recordings, and uh, then um, email support and live community support online with on Facebook. So, yeah, Pam says rejection as a filter. Interesting. Yes. See, in codependency, rejection is a judgment. Oh, I'm worthy or I'm not. I'm lovable or I'm not. It plays into the codependent fantasy of that my value has to be earned, so I've got to be accepted to have value. When we're anchored to our own sovereign worth, then it doesn't matter what the rejection... Rejection doesn't define value at that point. It defines compatibility. It defines fit. Where does the person belong in our world? And that language is deliberate. Where do they belong in my world? Not where do I belong in their world? I don't I have no business determining where I belong in their world. I do have all the business in determining where they belong in mine. Because that's where I have my power, that's where my authority is. If we're in people pleasing, we don't have access to that. If we're in people pleasing, we don't have access to our own worth because it's over there in person A or person B. It's in the item, it's in the object, it's in the outcome. So we're always chasing it, trying to secure it so we can feel safe enough to be ourselves. The paradox here is that when I become safe enough to be myself after people-pleasing people to like me, whoa, they don't like me. They're confused about who I am and why I changed all of a sudden and what's going on. I've gone through that personally. That's because the persona I put up was not aligned with who I truly be. And then I lost friends. I lost connections because I was not myself. So part of... Part of Blunt Cakes is always this accountability aspect of like, well, what am I doing? What do I need to look at? And what do I need to change in how I'm showing up so I can get more of what I want and deserve in my life? And that's what we do here with this. So people-pleasing will not create sustainable connection and belonging. It sabotages it. Truly coming into a warm relationship with ourself, moving into trust and experience and then embodiment of our real worth being ourselves from that place of real worth is how we build and connect and create sustainable, loving, warmth, connection, and belonging in our world. That's the real work here. So we no longer need codependency or people-pleasing to meet our needs. We have our value. We have our skills. We have experience that helps us meet them instead. And these become very sustainable, reliable uh, constants in our universe because they like us. They love us. We like them. We love them. Why would it end? Because yeah, we're going to keep playing and keep doing our things. That's today's Blunt Cake. Go gently with yourselves, my friends, on this. Again, um, if you're looking for that structured way of healing your codependency and you want to start with the essentials and get that in place for yourself so you can grow into more peace, more relief, more freedom from your codependency, come join me for the Essential Codependency Healing Training starting March 12th. Enrollment ends on March 11th, so come join us. Um, with that, the link again is above on Facebook, below on YouTube in the descriptions, and then at my website at freetheself.com. So it's eight weeks long, taught at 12 p.m. on Sundays, and comes with lifetime access to the recordings and live classes. So.
come join us. Go gently, be kind with anything that showed up with today's work. All of that is parts of you that need love and need care. Here's another thing about people pleasing. I don't have to change how I feel if I'm being me. In people pleasing, I have to shape my feelings. I have to feel the right thing. I have to feel the right way. I have to express the right way. I have to do all these right things in order to be valuable, to be accepted, to be loving. When I am anchored in my own worth, I relate with and connect to my emotions in ways that nurture them, care for them, and help them find rest or peace or expression in healthy ways. can't do that in people-pleasing because you have to conform to the expectation that will make other people happy. If you really want to feel known, you want to feel seen, you want to feel valued, we have to come into a warm relationship with our emotions and then how to communicate and share them with the right people at the right time so we can experience that because we're intrinsically worthy of that. We just have to align reality with it. Now, Robin says, I would add that someone we have been people who might actually like us more if we let ourselves be a real them. Some of them might. Absolutely. Um, doesn't always mean lo losing someone. It really depends on what's going on. Um, it also depends on how you navigate the repair there. Because for some people, they would be very confused about Other people are like, I've known all along. I'm really glad you're doing this. So I appreciate that there, Robin. Thank you. Tiffany shares, thank you for adding that last part. It has been my downfall, not just people-pleasing and a whole. A big part was editing my emotions either through those things. Yes. Yeah. People-pleasing really gets us. But yeah, we can we can experience the true nature of, of our friendships and relationships by becoming more honest about who we are with ourselves and then sharing that with others, make the repair, because some people will be like, yeah, thanks, because I've seen it there. Others may not do that. We have to be willing to take that risk, see the truth, and navigate that. And it's crucial because this is how we get those connections. This is how we get that belonging that we've been longing for and seeking for so long. So go gently with yourselves, my friends, in this. Take time to care for whatever might show up for you in this. And then I will see you guys in our next episode. Have a safe day. Bye-bye.